Hey everyone! Before we get started, I wanted to let those of you who live in or around the Houston area to know that I'm going to be speaking at Bethel Church on December 5th for their women's Christmas dinner. I'm thrilled to be joining them for a night of festive fun. And if you're interested in registering, you can find out all of the details on my social media or you can go to BethelofHouston.com. Now, I'm so glad you are tuning into this very important episode. There are several news stories that have wiggled their way into my subconscious, so I asked some guy in Austin to help me process through my emotions of what all this means to my life. We discussed Taylor Swift, the new Bachelor Peter Weber, and of course, Kanye West. However, if you want to know everything about this year's Grammys, We have no idea who the nominees are and will be of no help anticipating if he, she, or they will win. Our lack of knowledge is comical, and it also makes us feel very, very old. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm here with my good friend, some guy in Austin. We are not doing a Bachelor episode. We are doing what's up in pop culture news. Because if anybody knows about pop culture, it's this guy. Am I right? I guess so. We're going to see real quick. Um, thanks for inviting me outside of our normal uh, uh, yeah. Bachelor-related content. I always enjoy doing something different. So it's been a while. Um, it has been. I don't know the last one was. I have enjoyed, um, I think I told you, I have enjoyed your your uh, your new take on the Hallmark movies. And mm-hmm. I've cursed you and Stephanie before for making me aware of that channel. And now every time I scroll <laughs> by my DVR... I see, you know, Christmas and wherever, and I'm Mary like, that's got it. Exactly. I'm like, Stephanie, Lindsay, oh, God, I can't believe I made room in my brain for that. So I will say, though, that I did watch Marion Bright, and it's the one about uh, candy canes, of course. She's a candy cane empire owner, and there was a, there was, <laughs> shut up, there was a show last year where this guy was with Leanne Rimes. That's right. I said Leanne Rimes. And he kissed her. Is she and still I, around? Oh, yeah. She's, well, like, no, Now she's doing those movies? Eh, she did last year. Um, I think she wanted to do one sort of Christmas song. And so they said, let's put her on a Hallmark show. And that way it'll get out there. It, she was an unfortunate actress. I will say that. But the guy she was with was great. And I will go down in saying that he is the best Hallmark Christmas movie kiss that I've ever wow. seen. Now... Fast forward to this year, he was with, wait for it, Kelly Pickler. So my thing is... She's sort of like a low rent. Oh, uh, yeah, she is. She's worse acting, but she was the one at Graceland last year. I'm pretty sure you watched that one, remember? She was in Graceland and they touched the golden piano and you were very upset about that. Listen, I liked it so much. I I watched it off season. (laughs) That's how much I like that one. Like like in July when I'm I'm bored, you know, I just... (laughs) Come home from the gym and I grab my protein shake and I'm like, you know, what's Kelly Pickler doing? That's exactly right. Well, I wonder what she's doing. Will they? There's another one too. There's a there's a part two. It's not Kelly Pickler and the Good Kisser guy. It is. Oh wait, no. Kelly Pickler is with the Good Kisser guy this year, and he kisses and it's fine. I blame Kelly Pickler, 
But the candy cane one with Jodie Sweeten, who is the Full House second daughter, you yes. know, yeah. uh, she, the dude who kisses her in the candy cane movie, he might be taking, he might be taking the crown from my other good kisser guy. Not, I mean, they're very close, neck and neck. But I thought, okay. well, good for you, Mister. I don't know his name. He's handsome white guy, but you know, good for you, handsome white guy for going after it it's not a peck it is, is there, not is there any um is there any implied nudity in any of these things like no. love scenes or really no, no. like love scenes well, that's what make, the- no that's what makes this so scandalous if you will is because these two guys um put their hands on the girl's face what? oh wow okay that's yeah. incredible and no mistletoe was involved or anything to quote the great Lene ray mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of message they're trying to send. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Somebody's going to burn in hell. Somebody the will, Hallmark, but that's okay. We're we're sort of inching closer to you know normal stuff, but it, everything's very nice. And I'll tell you, the candy cane. I think they kiss three times. Wow, three. Like- like like in the big like at the final moment where they meet in the town square and it's sort of fake snowing or something or do they is there actually three kisses throughout the three well I want to say there's one kiss nowadays they always kiss when they decide yes I would like to kiss this person and then after that is typically whenever the what I didn't know you were here for that reason and then at the end they kiss and they pull away and they say some sort of line and then they kiss again and the new thing they're doing they have a drone and at the end it's all droning away from them. So they're kissing, but then it gets further and further and further away because Hallmark bought a drone with all their money. And, and are there jingle bells? Like, like you're supposed to believe that's like Santa's sleigh or something. Or... <laughs> no. Oh, it's just, they're just embracing the technology. Well, that's good to know. That's, that's right. Good, good to know. That's good to know that they've, you know, they've come into the 21st century. There people are kissing and droning and that's, that's awesome. Here's something though. I I need you to watch this for real. Netflix has a Christmas movie. It's called Christmas in the Wild or Holiday in the Wild or something like that. And it's Rob Lowe in Africa. <laughs> my mom nearly wet her pants when I told her that, and so did my sister. I think she went home right then and watched it with um, Charlotte from Sex in the City, Christian so, Davis. Wait, so what's the premise? Is is he like a disaffected? archaeologist that's run away from Christmas and <laughs> Africa is no. the furthest place because he had some bad thing happen in Chicago or wherever he's was like sort kind of, of horse whisperish where he's it's quit New his York. life and it's Kristen Davis. Um, yeah, sort of ish. Okay. Just, I mean, he's been there for a very long time. It's not fresh by any yeah. means. But Rob Lowe's skin is way too supple uh-uh. and nice uh-huh. to have to believe he lives in Africa. Oh my goodness. I mean, he's keeping it tight and I enjoyed it. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. I'll give oh, the guy looking. credit. He's 53 or Something. 54 years old. And oh, it's really he's good-looking. And it takes place at an elephant sanctuary. So there oh, you go. Nice. Yeah. You need okay. to watch it tonight. What are we talking about today, Lindsay? Well, I wanted to I wanted to start it off with the most breaking of news. This morning when I woke up and I got situated and turned on my computer I noticed that the Grammy nominations for this year were announced this morning. And I think I know where you're going with this. What? 
Where? You're going to ask me if I know any of these people. <laughs> yeah, you, you won't. You're, you're not oh, yeah. going to know anybody, but you will know who the biggest shaker of the Grammys 2020 is. And that is one Miss Tanya Tucker. Oh, my God. Can you how, believe how... I just said that sentence? That's crazy. She she got a Grammy nomination? She has more Grammy nominations than Taylor Swift. Wow. Does she have a new album or something? Tanya Tucker. She does. And uh, Brandy Carlisle helped her write it or produce it or something like that. And it's just the biggest, that, that seems to be the biggest kind of, wait a minute, Tanya Tucker, who's that, first of all? And then second of all, I can't believe she has more nominations than a lot of people. But it was a, it was a year of, okay, and then also a year of, wait, what? Yeah. And who is that? And a lot of, a lot of the critics I wrote, I read several different articles and a lot of the critics are, are equally, this makes sense. And this is the craziest thing ever. It's almost as, as if everyone who is a sure thing, like a Taylor Swift or, um, like a, Oh, Marin Morris was one that they were just saying sure thing uh, because yeah. these people just blew up in a popularity type of way. It's as if the, the Grammy, a cat, I don't know. What is that? Academy, the recording, a committee yeah, something whatever. yeah they purposely just snubbed them meaning it doesn't matter if you are popular and you sell a jillion copies that that doesn't matter anymore well it's got i, I think some of, and I, I can't you know this i can't watch award shows i think it's just the most self-indulgent thing and then regardless of where you stand on our current president i just i don't want to hear any of that when i'm watching i just want to look yeah. just thank you I'm really lucky to make a million dollars a day or, you know, whatever, like yeah. that, that's the kind of, you know, thank your manager. And I just, I don't like being lectured the whole show, regardless of what side of an issue I'm on. Even, even if I favored, you know, one way or another, I would, I would, I'd be like, look, just accept the freaking award, award. you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I, I've, and then those shows have been so highly, I, I think it's, you know, knowing some people that, um, that I do that are in the movie industry. Like I've had conversations like, you know, Hey, how does those things work? And a friend of mine is on the Oscar committee or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she gets like all the movies get mailed out to you like way in advance. So, sh- so you can watch him and vote right. and you're not supposed to say anything. Um, but she's like, you know, along with that comes like all of these like materials, like, mm-hmm. Hey, vote for so-and-so. And it, there's actually a campaign. To oh, get these sure. It's a really political process. I'm sure this is the same way. And I don't, I, don't, I mean, I stopped listening to mainstream. I just don't think any of it is good. I know I sound like an old man, but there's very mm-hmm. few people. I will say that I could probably pick out a few, but I will say, and you're going to probably mock me for this, but I do think one good, like really talented songwriter writes his own songs and great lyrics and uh, melodies and all that is Ed Sheeran. I think mm-hmm. it's, and I'll even say, you know, although Ariana Grande, I'm sure she was nominated for 400 things. Um, she's, I, I don't like her music, but her voice, like she's got yeah. some kind of, crazy like eight octave range yeah. or so she can sing as a lot of these people can i just don't really like any of the music so anyway well, speaking of her she is in here a whole lot which is interesting to me too because she dips into a lot of our stories here lately yeah, well, she just here and there connection, I yeah i believe uh, i'm gonna talk about pete davidson <laughs> and um golly she was the first in a long line of mm-hmm. really Random. inexplicable mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. <laughs> And she's super young, too. Anyway, okay, so here we have record of the year. I'm going to just say the artist who is beside it, and you tell me if you've heard of this. 
Yeah, tell me if you have a guess. Obviously, Connor, Ariana Connor Grande Dermott. is on there. Connor Dermott. <laughs> he, is that the guy's name? I don't remember. It was like the guy, that, the last guy on The Bachelor. I was like, who the <laughs> is this guy? Connor Dermott, right? That was just yes. Connor. Air supply is not on here. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Let's go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, okay, I got my, good. my thinking cap on. Uh, Boney Vare. It looks is like Bon Iver. Uh, oh, you see, you see, you see that Bon Iver? That's how you say it. Yeah. Never heard of him. Okay. Is it a guy? Is it a girl? Is it a band? I believe it's a guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Never heard of him. Um, Billie Eilish. That is a I- girl. Now, I have heard of her because I was flipping the channels watching Saturday Night Live one time, mm-hmm. and she was the musical guest. And frankly, I didn't understand – like, I, I didn't understand if she was singing or whispering into the mic. I couldn't mm. – mm-hmm. she did this thing where they had the moving thing, like the Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling thing. Oh, cool. So it ca- caught my eye, and I was like, who is this? But yeah, that's yeah. – so I do know her name, but I couldn't identify anything. No. Um, Ariana Grande. We know her. Of course, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Ironically, the next person is her. It's an acronym H E R, and I do know it's one woman. But here's the thing that they were saying: she was a really big deal last year, and is not anything this year. So everybody's confused as to what why kind of she's on it again. Um, kind of I think just kind of hip hop, maybe mainstream pop nonsense. Yeah, okay, yeah, not nonsense. Um, Khaled. It doesn't have oh, DJ yeah. in front of it. It just Khaled. Well, no, there's two of them. There's a DJ Khalid, Khalid. and then the DJ, and then Khalid. There's they're Khalid. two different people. Because Khalid, you know things. Yeah, yeah. So I know I know this guy because so one of the reasons because I saw this this skit mocking the other guy. Like all he does is he's kind of like Little John, the DJ Khalid. All he does is scream his name like over a track. You know, oh, like okay. like Little mm-hmm, John mm-hmm. says yeah or whatever. Um, and then Khalid is more of a like a I don't know if he's a rapper, but more of a soft kind of like a okay. he's not like a he's not like a gangster rapper he's more of a artist regular like a, rapper yeah, yeah whatever i don't know but okay. so yeah there is a difference between Khaled and DJ Khaled i think mm-hmm. not t- too sure I'm, I'm sure there is the next one is Lil 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 Nas X now i do know who this is for two reasons number one he for some reason came out as gay when his album dropped or something. Okay. And I saw that story cause he's obviously to have a hip hop rapper. Right. Come, right. Uh, that's a little unusual. So good for that guy. It probably takes a lot of guts. Um, but number two, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he do some kind of rap song with Billy Ray Cyrus? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's I, what this song t- is. Look, that's what he's nominated no, no, for. Are you kidding? Yes. That's, so listen to this here. here. This is why this annoys me. <laughs> I was flipping around the, stations like in my car i'm just like driving like i need something to listen to and if i'm not listening to a podcast or my like my my playlist i just you know i kind of flip around till i hear something that's interesting and i i I turned on the the country station um the pop country station and uh i heard this song Mm -hmm. and i I literally i was like am i like halfway to san antonio did i lose the signal like what why what is going on this is and then I saw I hear Billy Osiris, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding! Mm-hmm. We are not kidding. In fact, yeah, so it might be awarded." Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? God bless those guys for getting together and making a song. Jeez, you know, jeez, jeez. Um, Lizzo, you've heard of her? I have heard of yeah. her, and, and I think I saw a commercial. She's a, a rather um, heavy set. Um, mm-hmm. woman. She's a very big deal. 
doesn't dress like she's heavy set. Right, right. Yes. Okay. So I, I know who she is, but I don't know the mm-hmm. song. But I did see like an ad for the Grammys or whatever this yep. is. I know. So I, I, I would be able to recognize her. She received the most nominations, Lizzo, because she's new to the scene. So any kind of new artist or anything like that, she's, she's all like over handsome. it. She's so hot right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, Lizzo. Album of the Year has all the same people, but you have to add in... Lana Del Rey. I kind of know who she is. Yeah. She's still around. I don't yeah. know anything. She's still around. Things. Apparently, she did something this year, too, and she was one of the ones where everybody thought, oh, the Grammys are going to love her, and she didn't get very many. And then Vampire Weekend. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I haven't heard of them either. Um, isn't, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Lana Del Rey's album is some sort of obscene title that has to be censored. Am I correct? It is. It's okay. Norman Bleeping Rockwell. Oh, that's so creative. Isn't it? Isn't it, <laughs> I'm sure his family is thrilled. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, best new artist. Would you like me to see if you know any of these people? Yes. we. I, th- I think we, we've probably, if, if my guess is that one of the song or albums of the year contains one of these people. So I'm hoping I oh, find Oh, yeah. It. Three of them. Three of them. Okay, um, good. Billy Eilish, Lil Nas X, and Lizzo are the three that you quote unquote know. Uh, uh, the Black Pumas. No, yes. that would uh, that would be something I wore in high school to play basketball. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> uh, Maggie Rogers. Oh no, that would be to me. That would be like my next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> she sat beside me, right behind me in fourth grade. Exactly. Um, Rosalia. She's Is that just, some sign of Latin I thing or something? I don't know. Um, Tank and the Bangas. I don't, I'm not really aware of tank or the, Mm-mm. the what? Bangas. How do you spell it? B-A-N-G-A-S. It could be bangas. Yeah, I don't really know how that, no. I and mean, then could, Yo- could, Yola. Not Yoda or Yolo. Yola? Yola. No idea. I don't know. I don't know. Has Pitbull been featured on any of these? Let me go down. I don't have the full thing, but I haven't seen him yet. But I don't have all 85 categories. These are just the main ones. So I am pretty sure that he's going to be featured somewhere. Here's my favorite part, though. Under Best Country Song, guess who we have? This is going to annoy me. No, Um, you're going to love it. Is Little Nas X (laughs) and Billy Ray Cyrus? (laughs) No. See, even they couldn't do that. Like that's. Like, ah, we're stretching it a little. We can't really call no. this a country. Oh, no. Go ahead. Who is it? Dan Plache. <laughs> oh, I God. hope they get it They've for their song, way. Speechless. I know. It's all because of The Bachelor featuring this them It's exactly that one time. what I will be if those guys are awarded. It's two dudes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody um, tweeted me the other day. I'm going to have to go back and look up his name. He tweeted me, and he said, did you and some guy in Austin know that Shay wasn't a girl? <laughs> no. But no, I didn't. I saw those guys. They look like, like two of the guys from, um, what was that band that sang um, Color Me Bad? They, yeah. they, they look like two rejects from Color Me Bad. You remember that band? Yeah. They were like all manicured and groomed. They had like velvet sport coats. You're like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> oh, so Country funny. song. It's a country song. I don't know. I, yeah, you know, yeah. so sometimes it just doesn't 
I just think you just got to, you know, you got to give up being a traditionalist and you just have to say, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm old and I don't get this stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where we're at in our lives, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nobody, we're not, we're nobody's demographic. Nobody markets to us, you know, oh, we're just, I know. I know. we're a lost generation. <laughs> we are. Um, <laughs> the other, the other thing that they were talking about was Beyonce and how her homecoming, you know, that was a big, huge deal. Her homecoming album that just dropped out of nowhere and she did the whole Coachella thing and all the things. It was a very big deal. And she, I think just got one something nominated, but then she also got nominated for the Lion King a lot more, a a few more nominations. So the Lion King beat out homecoming. I'm sure queen B isn't too happy about that. So of course her and her, you know, $300 million in addition to whatever Mm -hmm. her husband Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. is probably makes that landing a little softer. She'll be fine. She'll show up and sit on the front row and feed her daughter animal crackers like she did that one time. It'll be great. Um, The Grammys are on January 26th and they are hosted by Alicia Keys for the second time in a row. And I could not be more excited because to me, Alicia Keys is what made the Grammys so great last year. Yeah, she, and she's another person. Like a lot of these people, she's not married to John Legend. That's the other no, dude, the other Christy lady Teague. that doesn't. She mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything, right? She well, just makes she commercials. Does. Yeah, she she sings and she models, right? She's not really doesn't really sing. I think she has a line, uh, a homeware line in Target. Okay, but I'm confusing <laughs> Alicia Keys with. She's Christy not married. Teague. Has she sung with John Legend? Probably, I don't know. Maybe that's because I, I I envision those two together. But I, mm. I think um, a, a host is, you know, you can't, you can't undersell how important that is yep. because it just keeps the show. Like when you got somebody like, I, I think they get guys like Jimmy Kimmel and people like that, that mm-hmm. just, you know, he's not a musician. He's yep. sort of a, you know, an idiot when it comes to that kind of stuff. And and even though he's entertaining, it just doesn't fit for me. I agree with you though. I think the fact that Alicia Keys is musical and t- very talented in that aspect and not because you don't, need a whole lot of entertainment i think you do need a host though i can't remember what they did lately where they just didn't have a host they just sent people out to present awards and such i didn't love that i understand also why you think you need some sort of night show host to do the thing but she did a great job because she just kind of kept it simple and she's chill but i will never forget the time she sat she straddled a piano bench and played one baby grand with her left hand and one baby grand with her right hand Crazy. And I just sat there mesmerized. I thought, well, nothing's ever going to beat this. So I'm looking forward to seeing how she tries this year. What is your first thing that you wanted to talk about that's just breaking news right now? Well, I don't know if it's breaking news, but it's it's so upsetting to me. And, I, and we alluded <laughs> to it earlier. Or not, I don't say it's it's upsetting because I'm I'm not I'm not at the point where I'm like. Yeah. jealous but i'm just it, it it's baffling to me is this whole pete davidson dating history yeah thing. tell so, people who so pete davidson just, is so pete davidson is the 26 year old um guy on saturday night live and he literally i'm not even saying this to be mean he literally looks like he's like walking dead sometimes he's like mm-hmm. pale complected mm-hmm. i mean giant teeth he looks emaciated mm-hmm. uh, and and he's kind of a jerk you know like he's mm-hmm. funny but like i just in a mean he's, he's, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just kind of nasty. And, mm-hmm. uh, but, but yeah, he's really, he's, you know, he's obviously a pretty funny guy. And I, I enjoy his, you know, I, I don't really watch Saturday Night Live that much, but when I do, like, it skits he's in, he's really funny. Um, he does some good impressions and, um, his Avenatti is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's had this, this 
this dating history lately, like back to back to back to back to back. And I don't, I don't get it. Um, so we started out, um, I think it was, um, his first one is, um, is, uh, Ariana Grande Mm. who is to me doesn't need that kind of aggravation. Right. (laughs) Um, you know, he's just some dirtbag from Saturday Night Live. He probably smokes four packs a, a, a day. Um, and she's Ariana Grande. Like, she could do better, right? Right. Um, two things about Pete Davidson, though. I think he does have some kind of legitimate health issue. Like, okay. um, I've, like a Crohn's disease or a um, not cerebral palsy. What's the, what's the other one where, where you've got the, the stuff in your lungs? Cystic fibrosis oh, or something mm-hmm, like that. He's, mm-hmm. got, he's got, like, Crohn's disease or something that makes him look emaciated and Mm-hmm, pale. So mm-hmm. I don't want to pile on, but he's just, to me, he's not physically attractive. Anyway, so he dates Ariana Grande for a while. They get tattoos together. Oh, yeah. You know, it's sort of a Billy Bob Thornton, Angelina Jolie, yeah. like what in the world is going on? Now, look, you can vouch for this. Women will, if you got, if you're funny and you can make a woman laugh, it looks are almost incidental provided you don't, you know, have sure. something sticking in your head, right? Yes. I mean, yes, so, I agree with so, that. Yeah, he's obviously a pretty entertaining guy. So I, th- I think that's what's going on. Right. Somewhere exactly. in there, yeah. So 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 he dates Ariana Grande. She apparently dumps him. Mm-hmm. And he, he, there's pictures of him brooding, you know, on TMZ for, for a week or so. And then, out of nowhere, he shows up with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. <laughs> who, who's like the opposite of right. Pete Davidson. She's like... <laughs> In her forties or late forties, yeah, I think. Yeah. What it's did 20, she? What was she thinking? I don't know. But that's the same same kind of thing. Romance, and they 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 go all over the place, and, and then I guess she dumps him, and so now he's dating Kaya Gerber, mm-hmm. who for for the um, people who've had their head under a rock is Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber's daughter. Now, mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford's rich. Yep. Right. Yep. She's also happens to be, in my opinion. Um, the most attractive model of her generation and mm-hmm. still looks absolutely phenomenal yep. um, in fifties. Um, her mm. husband, Randy Gerber is big buddies with George Clooney, Clooney and mm-hmm. they own like a lot of stuff, including Casamigos tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time you see him, they're like at some restaurant somewhere, like hysterically laughing with glasses of yep. wine. And you're like, God <laughs> dang it. You know, it's like, or on a yacht. Yeah, exactly. Don't they yacht yeah. together? Yeah, it's like remember, like back in the day, and you still see this occasion. Like every time you saw pictures of DiCaprio when he wasn't whining about climate change, he was on some giant yacht filled yeah. with models. Like, dude, pick a you know, just pick a lane. I mean, both of those are legit, but you know, come on, you can't straddle that fence, right? I mean, you know? <laughs> he does, though. He does very well. Yeah. Um, so now he's dating the daughter, her daughter. Now, now I will tell you, she's like sixteen years old or something. How she, old is she? She just turned eighteen. So she just wow. became legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So beautiful look, girl. Beautiful yeah, girl. Like her mom. So but she's you, got her own. I don't understand though. Do you, uh, to me, I mean, even if she likes him or not, whatever. As a mother, I mean, if that was your daughter, would you not intervene, or do you think this is all just some sort of ploy to get her noticed because she uh, is also a model? I will say that Cindy Crawford strikes me and, and this guy, Randy, they, they seem to have a stable marriage, right? They've been yeah. married for a while. They're very smart business wise. They, they basically stay out of the spotlight unless right. they're doing promotional events. They seem like relatively grounded people. 
Um, I did, I was obsessed with Cindy Crawford for a while. So I did watch a documentary on her life. Like she was valedictorian of her class. She grew up, you know, really mm-hmm. normal, whatever. So she's, she's not like a typical show business person, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, they, it seems to me like, you know, she's an adult now and I guess they're going to let her do what she's going to do. But 26 years old is and 18 is not a huge yearly difference, but in maturity, oh, like geez. 18 to 26, think about you at 18 and you at 26. Yeah. But the other, the other the other factor we're not considering is you know she didn't grow up in Hallsville so <laughs> maybe a little <laughs> bit different. She grew up experience. on the yacht with George yeah, Clooney and her parents. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little different experience than you and I had growing up. Yes, I guess. Good for that guy. So that's my first one. I just you know and and I don't I don't feel one way or another about Pete Davidson as a person. I think that he's a talented comedian guy and mm-hmm. whatever. But it's just baffling how he's pulling you know, hot model after hot model and the, the age range, 18 to 46 or whatever, whatever, yeah. what's your face is, um, it's just it's baffling, but you know, whatever he's doing, you know, he should bottle it and sell it. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, my next one is the big, huge news of Taylor Swift fighting, fighting, fighting to be able to sing her old music at mm-hmm. the uh, music awards this, I don't know, sometimes in November. It's coming up really soon. Have you heard no, anything about this? I'm semi-aware of this one because you know the business I'm in. Um, Scooter Braun, I think, is that's mm-hmm. Justin Bieber's producer. Or mm-hmm. he, he bought, or his company bought her early catalog, which is frankly a genius move. I mean, God knows what that's going to be worth. Um, and she's none too happy about it from what I understand. That That's my yes. understanding. And then he, there was a rumor or something that he was going to say no if she asked to perform her own songs, which I think is pretty funny because, <laughs> well, just, just they hate each other. What's the guy going to say? Like, you know, hey, can I please do Shake It Off or whatever? Uh-huh. I don't know. And yeah. he's going to be like, well, you know, I'll let you know the night before the Grammys. You know, think about it. <laughs> well, the... The thing about it is, first of all, I did a little research last night when I was reading this. I was in the car with Laura, and we were just curious about the timeline of everything. We knew a little bit here and there, but we were trying to put it all together. And I started with who Scooter Braun is to begin with. In my brain, I mean, his name is Scooter, so you have to give him, you have to make him a little bit younger. The guy is 38 years old. He's young. He, he is so young, and he started out when he was a sophomore in college. Yeah. And Jermaine Dupree, who is this big-time producer, said, yep. here, will you handle my marketing of my company, Mr. 19-year-old? And he blew up from there. And his first big, 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 big thing was Justin Bieber discovering him on YouTube. So they've been yeah. together this entire time, but the guy has his finger in so many pots when it comes to he's doing this on television and he's doing this producing and he's doing this agent managing and supposedly he's a consultant for Kanye and he Ariana Grande is under him and all of these people. And so what he did was, and he was with Taylor Swift this whole time too, but he has a holding company and he purchased big machine label for $300 million. And in doing so, it's what you said, he got the rights to all of Taylor Swift's master recordings before she left the label. She left the label 
right after or right before um, her reputation album. So there yes. were, they own five of her albums. That's crazy. But you know, this reminds me, and it was a much, much less contentious situation, although I'm sure he wasn't happy about it. But you remember when Michael Jackson bought the Beatles yes, catalog? I do. I remember that story. I remember reading an article about it because I was a big, a big Beatles fan. And um, I remember Paul McCartney, Michael, the story was that Michael Jackson actually called Paul McCartney and said, Hey, I'm about to do this. What do you think? And Paul said, it's a, if I were you, I'd do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a good business mm-hmm. decision. He was, he was apparently bummed out about it, but <clears throat> uh, understood. And apparently Taylor doesn't really understand how that works or she's well, not happy. About it. <laughs> see, so that's the, he said, she said part of it though, because this guy buys it and Taylor Swift wakes up the next morning to learn that Scooter Braun, the guy she's just quote unquote, broken up with her relationship with not relationship, but her business relationship. Um, she had no idea that he was buying it and she had no idea big machine records was selling it to him. And so she was saying I had been pleading for years and years and years for them to sell me my own music. And I had been asking for years and years and years and they wouldn't do it. And so she was livid that they did sell to this guy, because the girl has the money to buy her music, too. So she was saying that that was annoying, and she can't believe that happened. And then, so then they fire back, saying that, well, she was given an opportunity to buy her music. And and I texted her the day before all this went down, and, and her father is a shareholder, and he should have known that this was happening, too. And she had every chance in the world, and she's going, <laughs> yeah, but- no, I didn't. Is her dad a shareholder, like, I'm a shareholder in Exxon, you know? I I have no idea. Technically, I'm entitled to a lot of notice, but I don't really know when Exxon's going to, you know, build a new offshore rig or something like that. Yeah. um, So, now, this Taylor thing, how do you feel about it? Now, because I'm I'm a little torn because, number one, um, in order to get into the business, particularly early, um, you, everyone knows you got to kind of sell your soul, right? So, so, um whether it's modeling or acting or whatever, um, you don't get ownership until you've kind of proved yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, like Tom Cruise. I mean, that guy's not making a movie unless he owns a huge mm-hmm. back end. On the movie. Um, but he's earned that. Um, but early on you don't get that and they can show it as many times as they want. Someone else profits off your work. So it seems to me that, you know, whoever owned those, whoever had the legal right to those, you know, probably made a good business decision. Um, in, in spite of the artist, which I think is, yeah. is unfortunate, but everybody knows those are Taylor Swift songs. I think it's a little insensitive maybe of him to say, you're not going to be able to perform them. Um, yeah. but business is business, you know, I mean, yeah. I, so I think it's terrible myself, but that just, to me, the reason why I think it's terrible, it's not some random business guy that came in. It's somebody she'd been with for 15 years and no, he I'm... just came in and decided, I'm just going to own all of your music. And there had to be some sort of deal going down with, I don't know, whoever brokered it or whatever, but they're just, it was just way too shady that she didn't even get a chance to fight for her own music after she had been saying for years and years and years, I want to, I want my own music. I want to buy my own music. And they're saying, no, we're not going to do that. And then all of a sudden they do for people who are in your own team. That's just rude and mean. Look, I agree with you. Um, I remember when I was, uh, when I was in law school and we were, I was taking this employment law class and we were talking about discrimination and all that stuff. And I asked a question about, um, you know, uh, a hypothetical to the professor. And she said, 
just because it's unfair doesn't mean it's illegal. And mm-hmm. I've always kind of kept that with me. And that's the situation here is like, is it fair to mm-hmm. kind of sit on her music and not let at the, at the peak of her career and not let her perform her own songs? Probably not. But mm-hmm. look, man, he owns it. And that's what the law says. So, well, here's the latest on that, though, is that just a few days ago, she went on social media and shared a big, long letter that essentially said that Scooter and Big Machine, they weren't letting her perform a medley of these old songs on the American Music Awards, where she is being honored as Artist of the Decade. And she was saying, that is just ridiculous. And they're saying, um, you can re-record those and make different versions of those songs. But she was saying, well, that's not what people want on a, you know, I get that, which supposedly she's going to do in November, 2020 when, when the can't, the time she can. Well, here's the deal too, is she, she's made a living off of writing all kinds of songs about her ex-boyfriends. I mean, this ought to just be more fodder for her to make an album like, you know, F scooter or, or, you know, (laughs) it'll be all (laughs) about big machine and come 2021. By the way, the the irony here is that that Pete Davidson looks more like a scooter than scooter. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. And can you imagine, I mean, think about the, think of, think about the money, um, that, that, I mean, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, and Justin Bieber. I mean, oh, yeah. it's cr- even if he owns 5% of that, it's jillions oh, yeah. of dollars. It's just amazing how much how much reach these guys have. It's amazing. We're going to talk about my next one is um uh involves crazy money too, which is just fascinating to me that that well, um the, she took to social media to say, "This is I just need y'all to be in the know. This is what's happening. They're not letting me perform my old songs." Uh, at the music awards, the AMAs. And I just think everybody needs to know that because they have other artists under their umbrella who need to know the truth. And she took to social media to, to say this, which I think was a pretty interesting calculated move because obviously Big Machine comes back and says, we never told her she couldn't perform out on the AMAs. Now, and listen. she's going back going, I didn't say you said I couldn't perform. I said you said I couldn't perform my music, which they never talk about. Yeah. And supposedly so many of Taylor's fans just kind of bombard the whole industry that suddenly this morning or late last night, they said, well, of course you can perform your old music. Why wouldn't you? You know, and I don't so think now I, everything's better. My take on that is I don't think Scooter Braun's afraid of any of that because my understanding is it didn't Taylor Swift and I'm sorry, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande, but they, they kind of hate Taylor Swift, right? There's some kind of tension there. Um, only because of Scooter. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, look, he's got plenty of irons in the fire. I don't think he's afraid of that. I think, you know, at this point to me, it was him just saying, you know what, just Let's make her sweat, mm-hmm. which is fairly nat. You know, that's a nasty thing to do, regardless yeah, of who you're. But that's it's true. you know, it's a tough business. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but rest assured, she will be performing um, whatever she wants to yeah. on the AMAs this year. So it's been really interesting to see it go back and forth, and also see the celebrities who are. Go, Demi Lovato was on Scooter's side because she's under him. And then Ariana Grande. I don't think Ariana Grande has said anything, but they've also said that he will not be at the AMAs because he's going to be with Ariana Grande. She's performing somewhere. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you where. don't want, the, you know, the last thing they want is her like staring into the crowd mm-hmm. and then they got to. <laughs> 
pan, all pan the cameras. Over, yeah, they pan over, over to him, him. <laughs> look, looking, rolling his eyes and drink, you know, taking a sip of his drink. <laughs> okay, tell and, us well, about... And by the way, counting his money as he's doing oh, that. Exactly. While she's like, shake it off. He's like, yeah, shake it off to the bank, <laughs> whatever. Million, right? <laughs> exactly. Two million, three million. Okay, do your next one. Uh, so, okay, so this is a fascinating one to me now. Um, I, I have... All, always throughout my entire um, uh, knowledge of this guy, I always had mixed feelings about Kanye West. I can't figure out if he's a performance artist, you know, like what, what half the stuff that comes out of his mouth is for show. Um, half the ma- stuff that comes out of his mouth is just him, you know, just mouthing off. I, I, if he's, if he's mentally um, off, he had a nervous breakdown or something. I, I can't ever figure him out. Um, so, so, you know, but this, this whole Jesus is King, is that Jesus is is King? Yeah. So now, now he, he marries obviously one of the, probably the most famous woman in the world. I think you would like one of the most famous women in the world. She has like 68 million followers or, or maybe even more than that. I think that's, that's her, her, his, her sister, but uh, Kim Kardashian has like, I think it's like 120 something million followers on her social media. Um, any tweet that she sends is literally, she can get millions of dollars for he's, you know, pretty high profile. He's another guy that did for years and years and years before he was recording albums was working as a producer and an arranger and all that kind of stuff behind the scenes. And so he's obviously been successful, but now he appears to have sort of this, um, spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. Um, and look, I want to give credit where credit is due. If, if this is sincere, he's making a huge difference with this album. I I did, I never do this, but you had told me, Hey, this is what, um, my idea to talk about, you know, things in the news or whatever. Um, and I I looked this up, this Jesus is King album is he's the first artist to, to have all 10 spots on the top 10 Mm -hmm. gospel and religious charts or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He thing has been number one in like 14 countries, um, he's on tour with this kind of the circus tent type of, you know, tour. He did, um, actually in your hometown, uh, yeah. not hometown, but you're, you're, he did, uh, Joel Osteen's deal, which is another mega church type of deal. So it's just fascinating to me that, you know, th- that, that has that kind of reach. Um, you know, my only, the only cynical side of me says this guy has stuck his foot in his mouth so many times. I, I hope this is sincere because mm-hmm. I think he actually seems to be sincere in all this. And I hope it's just not a ploy to, you know, keep himself on the top of the charts. Yeah. Now, we'll also credit his credit due. I, I think the Car- Kardashians are, um, I, I can't stand any of them. But, you know, let's let's face it. Kim Kardashian could be doing other things and trying to get people out of prison. Um, and so she's at least donated part of her time to doing that. They mm-hmm. seem to be involved as parents. So, look, maybe they've matured in their, in their um, late 30s, early 40s. And um, I'm just surprised that this thing is blowing up the way it has. But good for him. Have you listened to the album? haven't no okay no, but i will i mean I, i'm not opposed to that i just yeah. haven't had time to get around to it i just some of the things like when you know speaking of taylor swift like when he took the microphone i'm gonna let you finish oh um, yeah so the other you know uh, george bush hates black people i mean so a lot of the things he said in his um throughout the the career i thought had been like well that's kind of random and then uh, he buys his place in wyoming and um kind of disappears for a couple of years but look maybe he had some sort of spiritual awakening mm-hmm. maybe you know did have some mental health issues. Maybe they've got him medicated to a point where he's thinking clearly and he's obviously using that to be creative. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, apparently the album's making a difference. Have you listened to it? I have. I've listened to it one time all the way through and then a couple of the other songs 
a few more times. And it's been an it's been an interesting conversation starter. And most people end up in your camp where they're they're holding it at a bit of a distance only because it's him. And then on the flip side of that, they're halfway going, well, if you know, I hope it is great. I hope it's real. Because if you listen to the words, a lot of them are really powerful, meaningful lyrics. And I think that um, if if it makes a difference, then that is a good thing. And it's probably not helping anyone to judge him from past behaviors. No, I think I'd look, I I think people grow up. um, I think even like we talked about Justin Bieber, I mean, he appears to be, you know, I mean, he's married. Mm -hmm. Um, He's apparently ditched the music business for a while to work on himself and go Mm -hmm. to church. What an artist, a real artist does is that every album is sort of a snapshot where they are, you know, and that's one reason why I can't stand pop music and some of these other artists is they're just, there's a lot of them are just in it for the ride. But I feel like, there is a progression with this guy, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm a huge fan of, you know, hip hop or rap or whatever, but um, I think, you know, he he seems to be um, focused on his family and and doing this now. And every time you see him, he's with his wife and kids. And so good for that guy, man. You know, yeah. I, I just the, some of the criticism, I think, is a little harsh just because of what you were saying. He does have kind of a checkered past, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm hopeful. But hit me too. And this is this is going to be. Right now, we're sitting in the part of where the testimony is going to go where it goes. You know, after this, is he still going to be just as strong? Is he going to do another gospel, hip-hop, rap, album, conglomerate, mixture? I don't know. So that's that's the neat thing to anticipate, too, is, is where he's going to go from here. And we shall see. I don't know. I'm very excited about it. I'm also very excited about um, the Bachelor promo that I sent you the other day. That was a awkward transition, Mm. but let's go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It all comes full circle. Now, listen, doesn't it? um, Kanye and Peter Weber. Just have we have um, Mm. have have we gotten any? photographic evidence of uh, Pilot Pete's scars or anything since the big accident with the the cocktail glasses? Right, right, right. Yeah. He is, uh, I think it's just a a tiny little, I mean, it'll probably leave a scar, but I don't think it was as big and dramatic as everyone thought it was. He tripped, fell, glass hit his face. He had to get stitches during filming, which was, I think whenever your face is cut, man, it bleeds and gushes and can yeah, look sure. and appear way worse than what it is. So I think that's what happened because a lot of the producers and Chris Harrison all took to social media saying, he's okay, he's okay. So something must have been blown out of proportion. But, well, you know, we're going to get the controversy. It's the most dangerous bachelor oh, season yeah. ever to get the <laughs> ambulance. So, so, but, but your next one is that there's actually a promo that has come out. Right, now. right, and right, right, I, right. I believe you sent it to me for my viewing enjoyment. I which, did, I did. Uh, my friend Carrie called me and from California and I picked up the phone. And I said, hello. And she was mid giggle. And I said, what's going on? And she said, have you seen the new promo for Peter the pilot? I said, no. And she laughed for a good 30 seconds before she could get out what it was. And so I went and watched it and we laughed together. It's so unfortunate. It starts off with a plane in the sky and then you see rose petals falling into the picture and then it pans over to a windmill. 
And then Peter the pilot emerges from the door of the windmill with a single rose in hand. And the entire time it's playing the song Feeling Good and it's George Michael who's singing it. Um, first of all, I'm more partial to um, Buble's version of, of that Agreed. song. Agreed. Um, I think he's got a bit of range in George Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the genius of this show, we've talked about this over and over, is Tell that... Tell me about the genius of this show. <laughs> they they always take the most obvious path. That's yes. why it's so fun to talk about. It's like, you know, they're going to do the windmill. And sure enough, you know, I could just see that meeting. Fleiss is like, why would we not do a giant windmill with some kind of phallic reference and, you know, some kind of sexually charged music? Why, why would anyone, you know, does anyone have any other ideas? That's what I thought. Go ahead and get, get some footage, get some footage of the windmill. Let's mix in some music and uh, let's get pilot Pete out here, get some makeup on that scar and get a rose in his hand. <laughs> they asked Hannah what she thought about it. And I think this was interesting. She said that it made sense that they went to the windmill. And she sort of ended and disclaimed that thought with, but I have no idea if Peter is excited or not about that being his thing. You know, that is the thing that is going to follow him around now because yeah. it's her fault that that That's is right. his thing. If you were a woman that was going to be on Peter's season and you stepped out of the limo and you had prepared some sort of opening line about windmill something or other, because you know there's going to at least be three of them. Three? (laughs) Three are not going to do it. Everyone's coming out in wooden shoes in a freaking, you know. I mean, they might even put Harrison in that Dutch boy outfit with the tights and the whatever and just have Harrison be like, Hey, I'm Chris Harrison. Click, click. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what would your, what would your pickup line be? Uh, for, for, for Peter? Yeah. If it had uh, to do something with the windmill, what would you say? I'd have to think about that. You're putting me on the spot. I Usually, know. I was hoping you'd be able to. Just... Well, but no, now listen, if I think if it was like, maybe if it was positioned, so this is how my brain works. So, <laughs> Um, you know, if it was positioned like, how would you pick up Hannah with a windmill thing? I think I could probably think of something right away, but, but because I, I happen to not be interested in Peter romantically, right. like I just can't think of something right away, but yeah. uh, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone, including every producer on that show will have, you know, they're probably just going to put the pickup lines, windmill related innuendos into mm-hmm. a hat be like, all right, you're getting out of limo, choose your, <laughs> choose your line. Here's some wood shoes. What's, what size are you? Okay. You can't wear those. You wear the Dutch boy hat. Um, who's a size six? Come on, come on. <laughs> Driveway's drying up. We gotta get this moving. <laughs> and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. And thank you to everyone who filled out the survey. I really appreciate it. A little overwhelmed by the responses, but feel very, very, very loved. Thank y'all so much. Speaking of feeling loved, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and let us know your thoughts. Thanks so much. And make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay Ray on Twitter 
at Lindsay. Mm-mm. Nope, you can't. You can't find me at Lindsay Ray on Twitter. I'm just Lindsay, like Cher or Madonna or Taylor. L-I-N-C-E-E, spelled very weird. You can play my dad for that. Lindsay on Twitter. Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me at my website. Why? Nope, that's not right either. It's just, I hate green beans. The book is Why I Hate Green Beans. And the other book is It's a Love Story. It's been a day, y'all. Hang in there with me. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Oh, fuck!